Hello, you are now tuned in to the Self-Awareness Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, you're now tuned in to the Self-Awareness Podcast. Um, I am so excited about this episode. Um, this episode is also is called what is cognitive dissonance um so let's go ahead and get started hello everyone welcome to wellness wednesday with the self-awareness podcast with your host summer b the path to being able to discover yourself or change your habits all start with you the self-awareness podcast purpose is to provide knowledge to achieving a healthy relationship with yourself so you can reach your fullest potential this podcast is centered around how to convert your subconscious mind to your conscious mind to guide you to become more self-aware. I will have special guests, interviews, and more. For updates and reminders, please follow the podcast Instagram page at Self-Aware Podcast and our Facebook page at Self-Aware Podcast 1. And please don't forget to check out um, the link in the description below to be accessed um, for our website, um, our TikTok, and our YouTube as well as um, you can also find the Instagram and Facebook there as well. And with all of that, let's get into the topic for our 21st episode. So like I was saying earlier, um, today I wanna focus on understanding cognitive dissonance and as well as focusing on the power that we have to create our own reality. So we're gonna start off with this quote. It's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see by Henry David Thoreau. Now I just wanna start off by asking you these three questions. Question one, what is your core values? Question two, how has your life experiences influenced how you think about things? And question three, what is your mindset towards life? So yeah, I really suggest you think and reflect back on those questions um but let's go ahead and get into the topic so you might be asking yourself well what is cognitive dissonance well i'm glad you asked um so this was actually a phenomenon um that was created by leon festinger he was a uh, well-renowned social psychologist and i first came up um to the term of cognitive dissonance about 2021 Um, And it helped me to learn how my current view towards things were different than what I was thinking about. Um, So I'm going to define cognitive dissonance. So cognitive dissonance is an underlining psychological tension that is created when an individual's behavior is inconsistent with his or her thoughts or beliefs and or beliefs. And this underlying tension motivates an individual to make an attitude change that would produce consistency between these thoughts and behaviors. So for example, say somebody says, well, say somebody's smoking cigarettes or something, and they say, you know, smoking cigarettes is very unhealthy for you, but they continuously smoke cigarettes knowing it's unhealthy. 
Um, so then you have dissonance there because their thoughts are no longer aligned uh, align with their behaviors. So this can also look like, um, if you can picture like incongruence. So um, you have where you're incongruent, everything's like making sense, it's working, your beliefs and your thoughts are all aligned. But when you're incongruent, it's like uh, cracked. So, um, I think of it, something that you could, that helps, like, visualize it is you think of something's broken, and you try to see, like, right through it, but you can't really see right through the cracks, because it's like an altered reality type of thing. And typically, when cognitive dissonance is occurring, there's three different um, defense mechanisms that may arise. So sometimes that something, some things that can explain these incongruence or these your um, inconsistent thoughts slash behaviors is number one avoiding the situation. Um, some people might try to protect themselves and just all right, just avoid um, thinking about it or distract themselves from it or try to cover up um, their true feelings or their true thoughts about it um, and just completely just avoid it. So this is causing them to have this cognitive dissonance. Um, some people also like try to, some, it's called delegitimizing. Um, this is another way of to create um, either discredit um, something based on the dissonance. Um, saying that it's unworthy or biased. So they just try to say it's not legitimate. Um, as well as you have limiting impact. So this also involves kind of just um, claiming that whatever somebody's doing is rare um, or pro- providing like rational arguments to convince themselves or others that the behavior is okay. Um, so these are three different ways people try to resolve the inconsistency that they're feeling um but it also still is causing the psychological tension within themselves so it's very important to have to try to restore that consistency because then if you're constantly in this state of psychological tension um that's not that you're never going to reach your truest self you're never going to really understand how you feel about certain things understand why you react to certain things just learn more um just learn more about yourself because you're currently you constantly have these defenses um and have a wall up so if you can't even understand those things about yourself about your emotions how you're thinking your core beliefs how are you, how is that going to play a part into your interpersonal relationships then how is that going to play a part into your work environment? Um, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so it's very important to always try to be in this congruent state. Um, sometimes, you know, it can be really hard to break these habits, um, uncover, you know, what are my values? Uh, uncover, are my thoughts even aligned with my values? Um, and sometimes people just kind of put on, like, they just don't care. And it can really, like I said, get in, get it gets in the way of understanding our truth 
and also can be very physically uncomfortable and cause in, inner discomfort as well when you're in the state um, constantly. So the overall goal is to find a way to be consistent with your thoughts, your behaviors, and your emotions. And when you're in that stance, you'll be able to move through life and different life challenges differently versus if you're always in this incongruent state. Because if something was to rise, you know, you could just beat yourself up or you can like try to make up reasons why you can continuously do unhealthy behaviors and it can just really lead into like you never learning or growing from certain instances. So it's very important to not be in this cognitive dissonant state for very long. And if you are, let's learn how to, you know, become more congruent. Um, Another thing that really influences cognitive dissonance is perception. You might be asking yourself, what's wrong with it? It's perception. So perception can be defined as our recognition and interpretation of sensory information. Uh, Perception also allows us to take in the sensory information and make it into something meaningful. Um, In simpler terms, it basically means like, how do you perceive the world? How do you perceive certain things that are going on in the world? Um, how, how do you perceive the information that is fed to you? Um, what feelings arise? Um, are they aligned with your beliefs? Um, things of that nature. So this also um, has you reflecting on like, what is your perception? What are your beliefs and attitudes about the world or about a particular situation? And also understanding that your perception influences your choices. And this all can lead to, well, how can I start to recognize, like, what's my perception? How is this intertwined with cognitive dissonance? Um, And it's very important to understand that your perception of the world is influenced by certain things, such as, you know, the trauma that you've been through, um, socialization or social constructs, um, your environment that you grew up in or you currently live in, your culture norms, the music that you listen to, and the media, such as like the news or the social media that you're constantly watching. This has an effect on how you perceive and move throughout the world. And if something was to arise, um, this also influences if you have cognitive dissonance about something. Um, so, for example, um, say if you see um, something on social media that basically is stating um, something that you don't, you know, agree with, and it starts to make you question yourself or doubt yourself, and now you start to waver. Um, this, this, the perception of what you just saw influence your thoughts and then it influence you know well do i believe in this do i not believe in this so on and so forth um so basically it's very important to be strong within your beliefs your thoughts your values so when you are fed with information um you're able to decipher like okay does this align with me or does this not align with me 
And, you know, sometimes I bring up trauma because sometimes we can be so used to thinking a certain way and having our thoughts be a certain way, but it's not congruent to how we developed and our true values. So it's important to maybe discover some of the feelings that arise when you have this incongruent state and try to be more consistent within your thoughts, your values, and start to, as you develop or as you continue to, you know, self-reflect on your decision-making, start to see how those things can play a part. Um, So the big question now is, how can we create balance and start to be more aware of the cognitive dissonance that we may have? Um, you know, step one, I, I said this many times, probably will say it again, is that your mindset is key. Um, we have a lot of power within just the way we think about things on a day-to-day basis. And I can even give you like an example of um, something called the placebo effect. I don't know if I talked about this before, but, you know, I'm going to talk about it again. It's basically like when a person is administered something that's like a lookalike or a certain treatment. And so the person is thinking, oh, I'm getting a treatment, you know, I'm getting better, I'm doing well. And then sometimes with the placebo effect, these, per- these people can actually improve based off the treatment. And sometimes in psychological studies, the placebo effect is used to see if um, that the real treatment is actually working. So just off of people thinking that they're getting the treatment that actually sometimes in certain instances actually get better. So that's why your mindset is key because once you start to shift your thinking towards something, which in turn helps to shift your perception towards it, which in turn has helped to eliminate that cognitive dissonance, you can start to be more congruent within yourself and this is the key throughout the episode is how can we reach consistency throughout our thoughts feelings and behaviors and how can we reach overall congruence within ourselves um as well as sometimes you might be saying well summer like trying to switch my mindset or something is challenging and i i concur like i agree that you know trying to switch a mindset of you know, being negative towards something to being positive towards something does take a lot of force. It does take a lot of trying to, okay, how can I perceive the situation differently? How can I evaluate something that I'm upset about differently? Um, And, you know, this can be used in a lot of different um, situations. Um, Forgiving people as one, you know, Sometimes it's going to be so hard to, like, process through those emotions and let it go. But sometimes it actually is helpful to sit back and realize, you know what? What can I learn from this? What what um, can I understand from this situation? Um, what did the other person, what, what was their mindset? You know, what, based off of the behaviors and um things that they said things that they did um and just going and understanding that people have their own different perceptions on reality that some like you know for a certain amount of years is created for them but then they have to be the ones 
uh, or they have the choice to be the ones to start to create that own perception and reality for themselves. So this leads me back into evaluating your effort towards change. That's another key um, instance of trying to create more balance within this cognitive dissonance. Um, your effort towards change or that desire is just going to push you through wanting to change that mindset, wanting to find that congruency within yourselves and within yourself. And then sometimes you have to realize, well, if I'm not having that that inner motivation, what what can I do to help me get back to the place I want to be, or what can I do to, for me to strive to be in that place that I want to be? Do I need to, you know? you know, talk with a family member or a friend? Do I need to, you know, listen to a podcast? Do I need to do more research on something? Do I need to create a plan? Um, do I need to speak more positively to myself? Do I need to start to go to therapy? Do I need to look and do um, self-reflection? Do I need to become more self-aware? Like these are different solutions. Um, in cognitive dissonance, why I stated this earlier is that people always have the motivation to want to um, change and want to not feel this incongruence. But sometimes when those defense mechanisms arise or when people start to detach from their thoughts and their behaviors and start to just say, you know, I don't care, start to detach their feelings, this still causes that psychological tension and that still can be very harmful and then this can also affect the person's effort to want to change and then once you start to build in those habits um that becomes habitual for you it takes a lot of different effort to you know overcome that and want to uh improve from that so the the when you first can recognize it then you can start making start being more solution focused and I really want to, you know, hone in that it's very important to be solution focused. Um, even these past couple of months, you know, I went into just a different, you know, trying to figure out, you know, my new environment, trying to figure out uh, my new routine. And at first, you know, it was a challenge trying to get used to everything. I mean, I'm still trying to adjust, but um but still try to get used to everything and try to, you know, um, just become more comfortable and get, you know, just make myself feel at home, feel like at a community. And when I didn't have that right away, it kind of caused like, uh, you know, like just feelings of loneliness. And I think that's like completely normal. I think, you know, as humans, we go through phases. So, but, you know, I knew, I knew that if I stayed in that state for too long, that wouldn't be helpful for me. I, I wouldn't have found peace or found joy in the situation. So it's important to, you know, have, when, you, when you're placed in a certain uncomfortability, it's important to figure out, you know, what are my beliefs, what are my values, what are my true thoughts, what are my desires towards where I want to be. And then creating a system or creating a plan or um, doing doing what you believe is best for you to reach your state of congruence. Um, and I think that's really important. And this leads me to my third um, thought of 
how can we reach balance or congruence is truly understanding your core values and beliefs um you know growing up you know our parents typically teach teach us this and as we become an adult or you know become like older in our adult adult years we have to start recognizing our how how does our values and our beliefs influence how we make decisions um how has this led to certain consequences within our lives um so on and so forth um so it can be kind of a challenge to to recognize you know what do i truly what are my things that i can negotiate on versus what are things i can't negotiate on what are the things that i'm going to stand firm on this is part of my foundation as a human being versus the things that i i just can't do um i'm trying to get an, an example for me um because core values and core beliefs are just like they're very they're very personal to a person um i guess one thing for me that uh, is a belief that i had i've had since i was a kid was to be um successful like i always wanted to i was always like determined to reach a certain level of success within life um so i was always you know ambitious you know sometimes you know it's never it hasn't been the, the easy linear process but this has been a core value of mine to be ambitious and always push myself um to reach success as an example so you have to you know figure out you know what you truly want out of life what is your purpose um one of the things that you can't negotiate and this would in turn help you develop your core values and beliefs over time and i think it's important to do this because like i was saying earlier this now impacts how you have inter- interpersonal relationships with other people because if you're at a state of incongruence not understanding your core beliefs and core values then you can be influenced by other people by their own core beliefs and core values and then in turn that incongruence continues to build and you might even develop some resentment towards the other person because you realize you know what I actually didn't believe it that way, but I also didn't know where I truly stood stood on. Like, my foundation wasn't strong enough. So, then you end up just relying on that other person. And then you're like, dang, well, I wish I would have done this better. So, instead of, you know, being in a regretful stance, um, it's better to, you know, even if you did go through a situation like that, as humans we all have, then it's, it's good to reflect on understanding okay in my next situation with my next friendship and my next relationship and my next you know interpersonal um relationship or even just developing di- relationships you know relationships evolved um what can what are my core values or my core beliefs what's my foundation and just stay um true to that so i really encourage you to evaluate that <laughs> and then also um I think we talked about this before, but not saying can't within your vocabulary. Um, I, yeah, change all that you can't to I will. Um, if Even if it's an intrusive thought, just, oh, I will um, do that or find a way around it because 
in life there's so much room to find a solution so let's be more solution focused and problem focused. i mean it's okay to dwell in the problem and you know validate your emotions go through the process but eventually we got can't we cannot make that a habit and come with a solution to improve and um reach our overall goal and um when negative negative situations do arise this is my last point on being congruent is to switch it to learning experiences um i always kind of look at life as okay if i made a mistake how can i improve um and become better um for example so i'm in a, a counseling mental health counseling program and one thing that we have to do is something called role playing and at first the first few weeks i was struggling like every single time my heart was beating out my chest. I was so anxious. Um, I just tried to make sure I wanted to get every skill right. And then today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a different approach. Because um, my last time, I did better. I did try to do breathing exercises. But when there's also people in the role play that watch you and give you critiques. So it's kind of hard to, you know, do these one, two, three breathing exercises with everybody watching you. So what I decided to do. But you know what? I'm going to um, rely on thinking positive and just being confident within myself. Um, as, as well as, you know, just trying to tell myself and envision myself of succeeding within um, the role play um, after it happened. So I was like, you know, I just kept telling myself, I am confident. I'm going to do well. I'm going to do good. I just kept like repeating that to myself. And when I got to doing it, I realized, dang, I don't, I don't have the heartbeat as I did in the first three times that I did this. I'm actually comfortable. This is coming natural to me. Um, so that's just a quick example of like how I was able to like really change my perception and change my thinking and my mindset toward the situation, so I wouldn't be so overwhelmed. Um, and that helped me do well. That helped me excel. And that also helped me to like really see my true potential. And I think that's very important. So yeah, when negative situations arise, like how I was making the mistakes in the beginning, switch it to learning experiences on how I can get better, how you can t- continue to mold and tune the best version of you. And I haven't did this in a while, but we're about to wrap up. And but I actually have a challenge for you this week. So my challenge for you and I talked about throughout the episode is to list three core values for yourself and also list three ways that you can become congruent congruent towards these um, values or if you are at a place of congruence it's good to just reflect on how, how you got there so if a situation does arise you can process and figure out well these are my values so this is what I'm going to do um for example core values can just go through like things that like your religious or spiritual beliefs, um, your belief towards um, family, um, how you view, you know, certain things within your living situation, like things that you hold, hold dear to you. And then listing three ways that you have been congruent. Or if you've noticed, maybe you have some cognitive dissonance going on, um, listing ways of how you can become more congruent. How can you have your thoughts align with your behaviors and your feelings and um, I'm gonna give you an example as well 
So say if a person um, comes in and they're like, you know, I love myself. And you say, okay. And then they start talking about how they have a lot of negative self-talk and how they're constantly been involved in toxic relationships. And they're always just complaining and they, they don't really have a great attitude or outlook towards life. So then, you know, something that you could challenge this person to do would be, okay, well, what's truly important to you? What What's something that um, you can you can say or something that you can list or something that you acknowledge that you hold as a treasure to, towards you and then based off of what they say you can start creating solutions to becoming more for that person becoming more aligned with loving themselves so instead of having that negative self-talk how can we lead to more positive self-talk instead of being constantly involved in toxic relationships how can we learn for those situations to develop healthier ones or instead of constantly complaining how can we start to start to um, have more appreciation towards what we have and what we can do and what we have control over and, re- and also becoming more solution focused? Um, so that's just an example. Um, you know, I challenge you to do it. If you have the time, great. If not, I understand. But um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. I'm going to ask you the three questions I asked you in the beginning. So question one, what are your core values? Question two, how has your life experiences influenced how you think about things? And question three, what is your mindset towards life? And we're going to wrap up with this quote. If you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change how you think about it. By Mary E. So yeah, if you if you don't if you're currently in a situation where you're feeling incongruent, you don't like it, change it. And if you can't change it, because we only have control over ourselves um, and control over how we perceive things, then change how you think about it. Change the perception towards whatever is bringing you down. So I hope you guys have a wonderful Wellness Wednesday. I really encourage you to do something this week. Hey guys, I just want to wrap up properly. Um, When I record, I'm only given 30 minutes and then um, it will like cut off on me. So that's why I kind of sounded weird. But I hope you guys have a wonderful Wellness Wednesday. Um and do something that really makes you happy and incorporate some mindfulness this week. All right, take care.